Yes. No, you just got to... Yeah, well, yeah, I think your mistake is you put the milk in last. No. You have to be a psychopath to put the milk in first. <laughs> I must put the milk in first. Well, if it's... We need a teapot, that's what we need. I know where we've got lots of teapots there, actually. Hotel. Yeah, we do a good trade in teapots. Yeah, I'm going to get some of those. Okay. Should we go? Yeah, let's go. Big week for you. How are you feeling about it? Um... Honestly. You're getting emotional again already. We had a row yesterday, didn't we? A bit of an argument. Yeah. It's a big week for Caroline this week because she is, it's her last day of teaching after 21 years on Wednesday. um, And uh, she has the prospect of having to work with me full time for the rest (laughs) of her life. Um, That's not what's making me emotionally sad, I'll point out. I'm excited about that, but it's it's hard. Yeah, I mean, we, we had we did have a row yesterday, didn't we? Because um, it's difficult because I'm obviously really excited to have you work alongside me in the business after after so long. This has been a big part of our um, vision planning, hasn't it? That, yeah, that we would yes, be working is. together on this since we started, and uh, so that's really exciting. And um, uh, I guess uh, I hadn't probably really given enough thought to how difficult it would be for you uh, making the transition. Um, and I've probably not, not willfully, but I've not been as supportive as I could have been in terms of um, helping you learn the ropes in the business. And I guess that's because I don't, I don't feel there's been a massive change as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I've had to do a lot of the heavy lifting because you've been in a full-time job, but I uh, feel like we've been doing this together. Whereas for you, I think it's quite a big change, isn't it? It is, and and those the dynamics to work out as well, because obviously husband and wife is one dynamic, mm. but working together as colleagues that's totally different. And I think it's it's making sure that we get not boundaries that sounds wrong, but the right approach to each other when we're working. Because sometimes you can be a little bit uh, not less respectful. That sounds wrong. But you perhaps when you're with a colleague, you are more measured in your approach to how you yeah, deal with them I, than you are with your wife. It's, I, I feel sometimes like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, though, because uh, I, I absolutely would speak to you sometimes in a way that I wouldn't speak to Danielle, for example, and I yeah. wouldn't speak to Jenna. Having said that, when I then <clears throat> speak to you as if you were... Um, a member of staff in the business, then you, you bite my head off for no, 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 speaking no, to you no. like a member of staff. So yeah, but I don't think you would speak to a member of staff the way sometimes you speak to me. Well, I think, yeah. And so anyway, we... we, we, we <laughs> we're finding ourselves. We're finding our feet, aren't we? And um, yeah, it's probably more of a transition than we were maybe expecting. So we, we had a good talk last night. We thrashed out a lot of things in the end, didn't we? And I think one of the things that we've decided to do is actually... Well, to do exactly that, to start from the beginning and, and really actually take you take you through, which seems silly to say as you're an owner of the business and we've been we have been running this together for, for six years plus in terms yeah. of all the property stuff. Um, but to really take you through a proper onboarding so that, you know, you feel that you have an in depth understanding of all the processes, even if ultimately you're not going to be doing them. Yeah. Um, because I think because you've skirted around the surface haven't you and you've dipped in and out yeah I've almost done like the fun stuff and not got down into the nitty-gritty which and I think for anyone out there that is is going through or potentially will go through what we're going through don't be too hard on yourselves if it doesn't feel as though it's going well at the start because it is huge transition really isn't it we'll figure it out Uh, we always do we'll figure it out and it's 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 difficult for me to relate to the way you're feeling. And I don't mean that I don't understand it. I, I absolutely understand it. But I I, I've quite clearly can't relate to it because I've never been in that situation. I've never worked for anybody my entire life. I've only ever worked for myself. I've only ever sort of grafted as someone that's been self-employed and entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. But I've never worked for anybody. So, um, you know, all I can see is, uh, you know, my... my my expectation is that you would uh, be absolutely ticking down the days <laughs> until you can pack in the day job. And But it's not always as simple as that, is it? No, I mean, I, I'm going to give the schools a big shout out here. So I work for Loughborough Schools Foundation, which is a group of schools in Loughborough. So it's Loughborough Grammar, Loughborough High, uh, Fairfield Prep and, the, and Amherst. And I've been there for 15 years and 
it's a fantastic place to work and I've the colleagues also supportive fabulous teachers so dedicated and you know we you know Joe's been through there you know the my older boys have been through there as well and they've had a fantastic education and I will miss the colleagues and I will miss the students. I won't miss parents' evenings, sorry, parents, mm-hmm. and I won't miss writing reports. And and I think what I, you I, touched on yesterday was that at the moment I'm seeing it through rose-tinted rose glasses. It's not always been no, no, I mean, I've had my, well, as with every job, we've always had our very stressful moments. And, you know, for me, it was coming out of the business to work in the business to support Mark um, and just build it and grow, wasn't it, really? Well, there's definitely reasons that we're doing this, put it that way. And th- this has been part And, you know, you don't regret making the decision, do no, you? No, definitely not, no. There, there are, um, you know, we are excited about yes. the, the plans that we're making. And uh, it's just a transition and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. And, it, uh, again, it's us getting to grips with working together full-time as a, as a duo, yeah. isn't it? Well, it'll be a very different conversation on August the 31st when I don't have to go back to school. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> I, I can imagine you can't wait for that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, shall we uh, get into the episode yeah. proper? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship, and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course, with our team. We couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, there is never a dull moment. Oh, God, you can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Service Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Service podcast or Secret Service podcast? So we had a great day this week, didn't we? We had our first inaugural team meeting for, for Gateway Accommodation and Associated Businesses, didn't we? Yeah, it was lovely because we've got uh, taken on board Jenna and it was lovely to meet her, spend time with her, get to know her a little bit more uh, and obviously spend time with Danielle again, who's sort of our... Danielle's our rock. Long-standing, but actually not that long-standing, but it feels like long, it. It feels like it. But And that's not to say that uh, meetings with Danielle in the past haven't felt like team meetings, but there's something <laughs> about adding a second member of staff that suddenly we felt like a team because yeah. we're talking about um, job responsibilities, you know, who's going to be responsible for what within the business. And Bouncing it was... Bouncing ideas around. It was lovely, wasn't it? It was, it was a great, great day. Uh, was a, there was a really nice feeling in the room. Um, so we booked a room, didn't we? We, yep, we yes, hired a room did. to yep. uh, make it official, as it were. And um, we went through a potted history of the company, uh, mostly for Jenna's benefit. But I think it was also interesting for us to reflect on where we've come from. And it was interesting to do a timeline, wasn't it, of all the yeah. projects that we've worked on over the last well and this was only serviced accommodation but within the last four years or so and how they have literally gone well more than back to back a lot of them yeah. have overlapped so it's been a crazy few years and um it was uh i think a good idea to sort of give both jenna and danielle a, a bit of background as yeah. to wh- how we are where we are and and it is it is sometimes when you go through the story i i think oh gosh is that us have we done all that really and I think that's one of the things that I am very much going to enjoy about working in the business is actually getting out there and see what we've created. Because sometimes when you're in the isolation of the admin and the day-to-day, mm. all you can see is bills coming in and bills coming in, bills yeah. coming in, hassle, hassle, hassle. And then you go around and like the Madison and Little Hayes and Medicot and you think, oh, wow, look at what we've created. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's good. And we talked about legacy quite a bit during the yeah. day, didn't we? Um, and not just financial legacy, but in terms of, the various businesses having a life beyond us, which is something that I feel quite passionate about. Yeah. I get quite excited about that. So we did a full SWOT analysis of the yeah. businesses. So we looked at, um, you know, what we've achieved over the last few years, the sort of the astronomical progress and, and the financial metrics that we've hit and everything else. But we also looked at some of the challenges that we're facing, both mm-hmm. within the general financial landscape with interest rates, cost of living crisis, energy crisis, but also specifically within our business and areas where we can improve. But most importantly, we were focused, I think, yesterday on the opportunities, weren't we, and where we have opportunities mm, yeah. to um, uh, do Growing things better, 
uh, grow the business, look at new avenues, look at new income streams. And that's always exciting to be able to just for a moment, close the doors on all the day to day crap and, uh, and actually zoom out a little bit, take that bird's eye view together as a team and focus on where we're going. So um, that was really exciting. And we looked a lot of big focus for the day was on direct sales and marketing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It definitely. seems like it's such a it should be such an easy win really uh, in terms of increasing revenue so where our costs are increasing we can offset that very quickly very easily in my book if we were to in- continue to increase our direct bookings where we don't have to pay a commission yeah. to the otas because that's all money in our pocket and that can offset where our costs have increased so lots of strategies around that both in terms of converting bookings from the online travel agents which has really been our focus since we launched um it seemed like where time is limited that's the best use of our time is to focus on the conversion um but now we've got jenna on board you know we've we've always had lots of plans to do more in the direct sales arena yeah we got loads of plans (laughs) we've got loads of ideas we're good at ideas we're not short of ideas we are short of time (laughs) and so that's where it's exciting having jenna on board who can genuinely run with that and um and and hopefully start you know building some relationships with corporate clients and pushing that side of things so and, and it's exciting for jenna because she's going to be very much targeting like we said the sales and marketing and with eaton house which is in a brand new area for us it's good for her because she's not the new girl on the team for that one we're all new on the yeah. team for that one so that's quite yeah, nice for it's, her. it's a chance for her to really put her stamp on something straight away isn't it yeah um and then we spent the afternoon standing outside a lot of houses and uh, blocks of apartments didn't yeah, we? We did, yeah. because <laughs> a, a nice problem to have but most of our properties in the midlands were booked um and were occupied so we weren't able to actually go into too many of them oh you haven't um, mentioned the highlight though what was that breakfast lunch we we do mm. we we take our, the 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 food very seriously, don't mm. we? When we plan our meetings, yeah. So we had uh, we had a breakfast at Oakland's cafe at uh, Oakland's. Uh, what's it called? Oakland's just called Oakland's. Isn't I think it's it? just it's like a Oakland's. deli butcher yeah, to butchers, yeah. essentially, yeah. isn't it? So we had a yeah we had a although walking into to Oakland's butchers uh, where they do all manner of sausage cobs and bacon cobs, and then discovering Jenna's a devout vegetarian uh, I wish she I didn't realize <laughs> didn't, you know she had a hash brown cop oh well but then we went to um, number I want to say number eight Delhi or is it number yeah. 11 Delhi yeah. I always forget the number in Castle Donington which was which was great yeah um, so yeah we had a really good day and one of the things that we are trying to problem solve if you like at the moment is our cons isn't it our mm, communication yeah. skills taking on another member of staff adds a whole nother level of of infrastructure if you like so at the moment we use a call answering service it's a virtual receptionist service so that uh, anyone that calls through to our central number goes through to a virtual receptionist who answers in the manner of our company with a script that we've given them and then that message gets sent uh, as a as a as a a notification through to a number that we designate which is fine it's it's proving to be very expensive as we scale yeah. um we can't really justify that anymore because it is essentially paying for an additional member of staff it and is. now we have an additional yeah. member of staff so we're looking at ways that we can um both streamline our communications in terms of cost but also making it really seamless for our guests that yeah. that, that call through um but also making it manageable for our staff because I don't want I don't want Jenna and Danielle or or, or ourselves to be to feel like we've got to be tied to our mobile phones twenty four seven. Yeah, um, it shouldn't be that way. Um, and so we're looking at various solutions to have almost like an answering service where you you can you know choose from different options for different departments, but that then gets transcribed and sent to an yeah. email. Because we're we're splitting up the responsibilities, aren't we? For regions management between yeah exactly and that's quite tricky that's what's difficult to get head around because we can't you know when you call a uh you call an office and you get various options you know press one for sales press one press two for well we can't have that for every single property they'd have 59 (laughs) options and more when you have eaten house so that's not 
that's not going to work. So we're just trying to work out the logistics of that, maybe getting transcribed to a central email. And then how does that get divvied up according to the number of staff that needs to respond to it? Um, Are there there systems and software that we can use that... um, that basically it's like a ticketing service um so that as the email comes in you can create a support ticket and that gets allocated to the correct member of staff i mean it sounds you know it sounds like we're 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 maybe overcomplicating it but but actually i don't think we are um there's it, it needs to be seamless and also it needs to you've got to start with the end in mind otherwise you just keep hitting dead ends if you just keep putting in you know or we can deal with it on WhatsApp. Okay, well, that will work to a point, um, but then you've got to change it again. And now we'll just do that, and you, you guys can just forward the emails backwards and forwards to each other. Well, that's fine, but what about when we have three members missed, of staff, yeah. four members of staff? So we're always building with the end in mind and, you know, without wanting to take on um, crazy costs. But most of this software these days is pretty reasonable. Yeah, and with AI, it's going to – I mean, AI is going to play a massive part of yeah. this in the future, isn't it? In, Absolutely. In the way that it's all streamlined and all the algorithms. So, well, that's yeah. the other thing. We're looking at chat services, aren't we? Online yeah. chat services, AI-powered or otherwise. So that's a big piece for us. We'll keep you posted. We haven't got a resolution to that yet. We're, I think we're heading in the right direction. We've got some of the pieces in place Um it would be lovely if there was a one-stop solution. So if anybody knows of anything that uh, is a completely one-stop solution for that sort of thing, then we'd love to hear about it. Um, But at the moment, we're sort of, um, we're piecing stuff that works for us, aren't we? Um, Has anyone been listening to us this week, do you think? I mean, did they catch our rather, um, well, our... our, um, Overseas broadcast. Do you think of they course. caught that one? <laughs> Spain. Who knows? Who knows? No, wait. We do know. We uh-huh. do know because Jackie has left us a voice note. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Mark. It's Jackie here from Hearn Holdings. Um, really enjoying the podcast. Um, it's great fun to listen to. Extremely comforting to uh, understand that, that you have similar challenges and curveballs and problems that we all go through. It's uh, reassuring to hear how you deal with them and take them in your stride. So thank you so much for sharing everything, warts and all. I do have a quick question. Just listen to the uh, latest uh, podcast and uh, we had the topic of toasters so i do remember the uh, uh the poll that you did about having toasters and i was definitely a pro toaster person um but my question is if you uh had to uh sort of send a toaster or a fan or something to the property because it wasn't there and somebody required it do you have to have pat testing on small appliances um for um this type of serviced accommodation okay thanks ever so much and looking forward to the next episode bye Oh, well, can I, I, I just want to say what a lovely message. Thank you, Jackie. It's nice to hear from uh, another listener, another PTP listener. PTP? Protoast person. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, we did promise to bring you this podcast, Warts and All, PTP. guys. So um, I'm glad that's sort of landing with you guys. And um, I'm glad you feel like we take it all in our stride. We kind of, we kind of take most. Yeah, in we do. We? we have a wobble occasionally, but mostly we take it in our stride. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for your lovely message. So, an interesting question around um, pat testing. So, mm. as it currently stands, there is no legal requirement for pat testing within serviced accommodation in England. There is in Scotland. So if you have service accommodation units in Scotland, you do need to pat test your appliances. And I would assume that would also apply to anything that you had to drop into the apartment on an ad hoc basis. Um, So if it were a fan, for example, that uh, you didn't supply standard, you had to drop it in, that would need to be a pat tested appliance. Um, So there's no requirement currently in England. So there's a couple of things on that. One is, um, so we do get our appliances pat tested. So there's there's an element of... um, you know, just because we're not legally required to, there's the whole, like, what do you call it? Like due diligence and... Um, peace of mind. Peace of mind. That's what I was looking for. Peace of mind of, of knowing that everything is uh, ship shape. So for the relatively small cost um, that you, you have fairly infrequently to have to pat test appliances, um, I think it's definitely worth doing that. And the other reason I think it's worth doing it is because it will almost certainly become a requirement. I think yeah. with the, the licensing that is extremely likely to come into the short stay rental space in England in the same 
same way that it has in Scotland and in Wales, um, I would imagine that pat testing will be part of that yeah. alongside all of the fire safety requirements and everything else. So the short answer is no. Currently in England, you don't need to pat test your appliances for holiday lets, uh, for uh, Airbnb properties. Um, but you, uh, we think you should. Yes, absolutely. We think you should. So thank you again for the message, Jackie. Um, lovely to hear that uh, people are out there and listening and it's resonating with people. And yeah, we, we love to hear from you. It's great. And thank you again for taking the time to leave us a voice. Yeah, note, thank you, it Jackie. Just, uh, it adds that personal touch, doesn't it? It does. Anyway, speaking of awesome team members, mm. you know what we should do now, don't you? Uh, would that be Kim? She's been called the one woman Swiss army knife, <laughs> the real life Mary Poppins, the queen of the new forest. I think she calls herself that. Um, <laughs> Oh, by the way, did you know there's been some call for Kim to have her own jingle on the podcast? What do you think oh, about that? I think that'd be awesome. Did she think... could make it a ringtone as well. Oh, I think she's getting a bit full of it myself. <laughs> her own jingle. I tell you what, if any of our talented listeners out there want to record us a jingle um, for Better Call Kim and send it to us, that would be Kim fun, jingle. wouldn't it? That's Kim, the... Kim, Kim jingle. jingle. Yeah, Kim jingle. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we better call Kim. Should we do it? Let's do it. Hi, Kim. Hi. All right. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. How, how's your, well, it's been two weeks, I think, since we last spoke to you on the podcast. Yes. We, we've been sunning ourselves in uh, on a beach in Spain while you've been uh, holding the fort and uh, <laughs> tackling the front line of things. How's, how's your yeah. two weeks been? Oh, it's been interesting. Yeah? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a word we use a lot, I think, isn't it? It is, yeah. With what we do. Interesting. <laughs> interesting yeah. definitely sums up my day job i think yeah 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 you're, you're definitely front line aren't you it must be really bizarre do you because we sometimes get a feel for when we see a booking come in we inwardly groan for whatever reason whether or not it's the messaging whether or not it's the frequency yeah. of messaging there's a few red flags yeah. that you learn to look out yeah so we, we may have a potential one popping up for you but we'll save that oh, one. Oh no <laughs> But you're sometimes flying blind and you don't yeah. quite know what you're going to be walking into, don't you? So it's, uh, I'm yeah. sure we use this phrase a lot on the podcast, as people know, never a dull moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I, and I just want to know if you managed to do a uh, film bomb with the 92nd fiance. No, 92nd fiance. 92nd fiance. Yeah, that would be quick, wouldn't it? Yeah, 90 day fiance. We're expecting to see you photo bombing, you know, head popping oh. up at the back of the in the interviews. <laughs> I tried. I did try. I drove past a couple of times and like trying to peek in through the windows, but they, they put some film up so you couldn't see in. Oh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? What was it like when you went in to clean afterwards? Was it all right? It was absolutely fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. No, it's all fine. Um, bit of glitter, so I'm interested to see how it pop up. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I can't wait to I see the you area. I enjoy glitter very much. Oh, glitter is the bane of our lives. <laughs> does, it, does it come up a lot? <laughs> glitter? Um, yeah. <laughs> After a certain certain book, you know, certain bookings, you can see if there's been a group of ladies in, if it's a Hindu. They're the worst for glitter. I think it's okay, like face yeah. paints and body yeah. glitter and all sorts. And um, it's just a pain to, to vacuum up. And yeah. you think you've got it. And then, you know, you're walking around doing your checks and there's still sparkly bits. Just I, I bet they, I get the bits stuck to your slippers or your socks or something. Yeah, yeah, with yeah glitter gets shoes. everywhere. Absolutely <laughs> everywhere. Slippers. I don't think Kim's cleaning in slippers. I do have house shoes. Yeah, there you go. Perhaps I should call them house shoes. Then. <laughs> yes. Does it get stuck to your house shoes, Kim? I like that. Actually, it sounds better than slippers, doesn't it? Yeah. So what's what's been going on then? So what have you had to deal with in the last couple of weeks? Well, it's been an interesting one for uh, people leaving things, um, lots of okay. lost, lost property, and people taking things that they shouldn't have. Okay. Oh, no. so you get the occasional people, you know, they, they've left a pair of socks at the end of the bed or um, yeah. you know, maybe um, something, you know, special. I, 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 I don't know what or whatever. Yeah. You, you could be leading yourself down a, 
<laughs> a rabbit hole we shouldn't really go down. you know what oh, I'm dear. itching to ask now. Oh. What's the strangest thing that you found left in a property? <laughs> oh, the strangest thing? It's probably a pair of dentures. Okay. <gasps> oh, wow. Like, how, how? how could you not know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, this is the thing. Like, are our places so magical that your teeth grow back whilst you're staying with us? How can you not remember to take your teeth with you? Oh, that is odd. So what have you seen this week then? What have people been helping themselves to and what have they been leaving oh. behind? Well, helping themselves to um, is probably the, well, one of our properties leave a, a dog welcome basket. Yeah. Um, so you, in there you get, there's a towel, a blanket, um, some bowls. Yeah. Just, you know, poo bags and things that a dog might need when they're here, just in case you've yeah. gotten to pack things. Um, we put in there a packet of dog treats um people are supposed to just take the dog treats and the poo bags if they need to use them but the entire basket went oh, the whole no no so in there was three different sized water bowls um oh my word the... was this at, was this at Meadowcot? it was yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. but even the, the lovely hamper the actual basket that it should all go in the i mean we're, we're not explicit about that that you should but I really think that they goes without saying, right? Yeah, they t- know, right? just walked off with the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we charge them? You can say that. Did we charge them? No, no. Well, we probably should. We should I mean, have done. Yeah, it's, it's a sentimental yeah. basket, that was. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, we're not explicit about that, that they shouldn't walk off with the entire uh, hamper. No. But um, you would expect that oh, they would figure oh, that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm pretty cross about that. I want my hamper back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. We we probably should consider whether we make a charge oh, for we that. We definitely or... should. Those hampers are about thirty pounds. It's always difficult though, isn't it? Like we think it's obvious, but if we haven't yeah. actually spelt it out, it's really difficult to then charge for it mm. because they're well. Yeah, but we don't have a leg to stand on if they just come back and say, "Well, you you know, you never said that." You know, clearly these things were left for the the pets. You never said that we couldn't take it. Then it's difficult. I don't know. Maybe we'll think about it. Oh, but no, yeah, that's definitely. a that's a oh, first. Wow. I mean, yeah, we've been yeah. doing that for some time now, haven't we? And yeah, no one's ever yeah. taken to. Yeah. So look at the hamper. That yeah. well, that's just yeah. taking the Mickey. That is going top it of is. the hit list now. And what about leaving things behind? Was that the dentures this week or something else? No, that that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. But it still sticks with me, just like, you know, because lost property, we keep it for a certain amount of time. We've got a little book and we write yeah. down, you know, what the item is, what house it was left at and the date. And yeah. I was keeping things for a while, thinking like, you know, just in case. And then it got to the point where our garage was just full of random stuff, <laughs> you know, odd shoes and hats and walking sticks and umbrellas. And, oh, no. Um, and false teeth. False teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, you know, I don't think they're going to be claiming this back now. So, you know, off to the charity shop with it <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but this week we've had this, um, like, chopping board thing, but... It's not not just a chopping board. It's a good three and a half foot long, what? and it's what? solid. Yeah, it's enormous. You so, sure it's not a skateboard or? <laughs> no, it, <laughs> it it's one of these really beautiful handcrafted in the in the New Forest. Um, it's in the shape oh, of a right. paddleboard. Um, okay. I, I guess it's one of these like serving ones, so you can put. Okay. Oh, serving patterns, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's huge and it's heavy, and I'm thinking, crikey, how am I going to get this back to the guest? You know, yeah. to post it, it's going to cost yeah. an absolute fortune. Are they going to have to come back and get it? But between me and Danielle, we've worked out that a friend of a guest lives relatively close, so okay. it's a bit of a trek for both of us. But we're going to meet halfway and and do the hand over there. So okay. I just things like that is a little bit odd, you know. I'm just going to be stood in a car park holding this massive piece of wood, being like. Mm, who's going to claim this from me because I don't know who I'm meeting. So At least you're fairly easy to identify with the big piece of wood. That's the thing, yes. She'll know who I am, but I won't know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know not to hand over your piece of wood to the wrong person? Yeah. yeah. It's funny. It's, who knew? It's, a, it's a difficult one, isn't it, when – like you, you and Caroline are the same. You'll immediately go, well, yeah, of course we're, we're going to bend over backwards and, and make sure they get their <laughs> yeah. chopping board back. I'm immediately thinking, well, that's your time. You know, it's how do, how yeah. does that all get sort of um, reconciled? Because it, it can be difficult, can't it? It's not like we have a, 
a central place where we can store lost property other than your garage. Um, and, you know, guests, guests may have checked in. It's not like they can come back and, and retrieve it. So no, it's course. not easy, is it? When, when but it sounds like you've gone above and beyond there as always. Yes, Kim. absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and keys, people leave keys. So we've okay. had car keys left, house keys left. That That's always a bit weird for me to post house keys back to the house. That yeah. you know, it's like mm, yeah, a bit of a security issue there. It never mm. sits right with me. But yeah. having to post keys back to the house where they're there, there to unlock. It's yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit unnerving. Yeah. But I'm also uh, wondering how car keys have been left. Well, um, yeah, yeah, and and what they were doing with their car keys. They weren't in a bowl, were they? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily not. <laughs> no. No, they genuinely lost their keys and they had to get the the AA to come and, and, oh, come right. and get in. Okay. And then, of course, they were under the sofa. Where else are the keys going to be? Okay. You know? Yeah. But why wouldn't they look there? Why, you know? Yeah, beds, sofas, it's pretty standard, isn't it? That's yeah. Looking. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it's all these little nuggets, isn't it? Just stuff that <laughs> when you when you get into this 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 business, if you like, these just the, the stuff that nobody tells you, right? The, yeah. the, the stuff that no one sort of uh, prepares you for that you've got to come up with some way of dealing so with. So if you see a random woman in a car park holding a three-foot plank of board, <laughs> rest assured she's probably just returning it to the rightful owner. <laughs> what else has been going on? Um, so we've had, we've got a place we look after in Winchester. Um, yeah. It's got four bedrooms, so potentially yeah. able to sleep eight people. Yeah. Um, we had a couple book. So they specifically re- requested, you know, just two people staying. We're like, okay, so that's going to be one bed, potentially two if they've had an argument mid-holiday. <laughs> I already know where you're going with this one. <laughs> yeah. All beds, all bathrooms have been used. So it's just frustrating when, you know, you're expecting just to have to change one, possibly two beds, and they've booked for two people, but they've clearly used every single of towel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, all and... the towels, all the beds. It's frustrating because our our pricing as well is based on occupancy, isn't it? So you, you know we we charge a base price to a a set number of guests, usually single occupancy at the property, and then we have an additional um, person supplement, if you like, um, to reflect some of those extra costs, particularly linen, um, extra towels, all of those sorts of things. And so time to do it all as well. When people play the system. And not everybody is necessarily doing it intentionally, but when people play the system and they 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 work out that when they toggle the number of guests on whatever platform that they booked it, the price goes up, then presumably thinking, well, I'll just book for two and we'll we'll, we'll try and get away with it. So, um, and it is it's it is a difficult one because. Um, you know, if we're going to make a claim through Airbnb, for example, and I don't know what platform this booking came through, but we need to be able to then provide photo evidence, which is yeah. um, kind of easy if there's something that's been damaged or um, something like that. But providing photo evidence that a bathroom has clearly been used is is a little bit more challenging, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's, it's frustrating as well, because, you know, as you know, as you said, they're potentially playing the system yeah and it might just be a case that okay they, they did have an argument and they decided to sleep in separate beds but yeah. to use all four is just kind of taking the mick um, yeah. you know because we like... did have we did think about didn't we um putting on some messaging i don't know where it was saying that you know if you have booked you know for two people then there will be an extra charge should should it should be fine that you've used in excess of your well that is in our terms and conditions that is in our terms and conditions that they will have signed because they don't get the access information about how to pick up keys and stuff without signing our terms and conditions and it doesn't matter what platform they come through they will have signed that and it does make it clear under the additional charges section that that is the case but the fact is they booked incorrectly you know and 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 that's that's the frustrating thing having said that like like kim said i i believe we have had this before um maybe not in a property quite as big as that but it's almost more pull your hair out time when someone genuinely it is a couple and they decide to try all of the bedrooms yeah Yeah. during their stay which which again is is you know I, i i almost I almost get more frustrated with that lack of sort of 
um yeah appreciation and respect for what we're trying to do than than someone who's clearly just trying to play the system and you know um unfortunately you get that so yeah yeah we did trial it for a bit um in a few of our places here so if we know there's only two people staying then we would only make up one bed and would leave the rest of them unmade but then the trouble with that is if you've got a gap in a book in the bookings and then somebody else last minute to fill that then you still need to go back and then yeah reconfigure the beds yeah so yeah. that wasn't working out sort of you know logistically yeah that, that can so, create other headaches can't it yeah. Yeah. and yeah. equally I mean you know what, what when we've when we've got fed up with, with with this in the past we've kind of said oh you know do you do you lock bedrooms that I'm in and I can't get on board with that it just no. doesn't seem right like at the end of the day they have booked the whole place they're entitled to the entire place um it's just i guess trying to impress upon people that that you know to appreciate them and respect the fact that we've got these costs involved but we should go down the green route you know like when you go into hotels they say you know please you know if if you haven't used a towel then please leave it or put the dirty ones in there just saying please respect the environment if you you know don't need to use another bed yeah but it's uh, you're you're giving the i i suspect you're giving these particular guests too much credit I think I think they've <laughs> deliberately booked for less people, and they've turned up for um, you know, they turned up to Perhaps get. Perhaps we should advise the so. uh, the uh, owners to get a minute alarm, and then they yeah, can see. so that's true actually. So yeah, the minute alarms, yeah. So the minute alarms are uh, a really cool piece of technology. We're still ironing out the creases on them a little bit, like they um, wake us up at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're essentially a noise monitoring device, so they will um, alert you to the fact that the decibel level is over a certain amount for a certain period of time. So, you know, they kind of originated as a tool to help hosts um, avoid kind of part or get on top of party sort of activity. They also now have um, cigarette smoke detectors um, in uh, in the, the unit in built. And that is something we're still trying to um, calibrate, aren't we? So I think we've we've potentially had a couple of false positives there with, yeah. I don't know, birthday cake candles and yeah. <laughs> that, or at least that's what we've been told, who's to say. Um, but the other thing it does is it does detect the number of uh, mobile devices that are connecting to the internet um, and it will alert you. But as far as I'm aware, I would need to double check this. It will only alert you if it goes over the maximum number of guess if if so that isn't necessarily going to help in this instance mm. i don't think and how would we know genuinely like if there were two people booked and it said that there were five or six devices quite often you've got an ipad you've got a laptop exactly. you've got a phone yeah yeah you know that's three per person to start off with so it's a to be honest i think that's like a, a like a final backstop isn't it that if, yeah. if you're getting this noise alert and you can see there's 38 devices on the internet then it suggests there's a party um yeah you know there's a party rocking in the house and and you need mm. to sort it but um it's probably not sensitive enough to detect ring doorbells we've not taught ring doorbells. some people do use ring doorbells yeah some people do use ring doorbells um that's that's a potential option um to to, to be able to sort of see who's accessing mm. the property here yeah. i mean it's as with all these things and we've only recently introduced minute alarms as well because um i think we like to be as 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 soft with our touch as we can so we you know we only want to interfere if we have to and and i think it's only on a couple of properties that we've introduced them now and that's after two or three years in some cases where there's just been enough incidences now to make it worthwhile but if it comes up once in a blue moon i think it's more about prevention rather than Mm -hmm. cure isn't it and can we just make sure that it's really clear and it's where do you draw the line as well yeah, yeah yeah because you get 14 people like in little haze that you can have around a dinner table and they're just playing a game and it can get quite raucous can't it and yeah. they're not you know it's just a tough one really i'm always saying no 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 let them be noisy but then that's perhaps because <laughs> our house is quite noisy <laughs> but that's a really good one to raise i think that's going to be really pertinent to a lot of people listening isn't it because that that will come up a lot and there are unfortunately people out there that 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 understand how these things are priced and will try and play the system and so it's having um some robust terms and conditions and it's making sure that as a team we have a really good follow-up process so that you know if there's 
towels strewn around all of the bedrooms, we get photos of that immediately. And that then can go yeah. to Danielle, who can send that off to Airbnb and we can start to process the claim or, yeah. or whoever they book from. I mean, I don't like snitching on guests, but sometimes you just think, come on, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not helping yourselves here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's this is probably for a separate um, separate episode, but it's also guests that... Um, get really funny about uh, submitting ID and stuff before they check oh. in, um, which yeah. is is a strange one because, you know, we're obviously looking to protect our really quite valuable assets or the assets of our landlords, um, whereas there are some guests who, you know, um, really get quite sort of offended that, that they're asked to do anything in order to um, – you know, sort of back up that they are who they say they are and 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 some some basic due diligence like that. So all those things are just like red flags, I think. And yeah. you know, maybe when it's these bigger properties and only two people booked, mind you, you said that they were adamant that they were just coming as a couple. So yeah, you know, if they are literally gonna try and duck and dive like that, then all we can do is 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 follow up. I've just got visions of Kim and Lee, you know, doing commando style movements to check to make sure who's in there. <laughs> who's in the house? Absolutely. What are you doing? That's another towel you've used. <laughs> well, thank you, Kim. Oh, Do you know what's amazing is that despite everything that you have to face and put up with every day you always have a smile on your oh, face oh you do it's uh, lovely <laughs> i don't know how you do it sometimes i would be uh i'd be telling definitely yeah. helps yeah yeah, yeah well, yes. <laughs> um, i go into a house think. and i see that too many beds are used great that's an that's a good excuse to have a, a glass of wine tonight <laughs> lee put the bottle in the fridge <laughs> yeah. coming home Mind you, listeners, you you don't you don't hear what Kim's like when we turn the microphones off, guys. Turns the air blue, doesn't it? <laughs> I have to restrain myself. <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. Thank you so much, Kim. As oh, always, Kim. Thank you. And no we will worries. speak to you. Well, I'm sure we'll probably speak to you tomorrow. But on the podcast, yes. we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kim. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. Okay, but do you want me to give you a summary of how things are going on down at the hotel? Well, that would be useful because I've not seen you. Yeah, we've, got, <laughs> we've been ships in the night, haven't we? So, um, no, it's going great. Well, most things are going great. Yeah. Um, we, we still have an ongoing plumbing saga. I was going to say open bracket, close bracket plumbers. Yeah. Um, well, let's put that to one side for a second. Everything else is going great. So the grounds work as actually at the time of recording this is completed today. Yes. Um, so the, the grounds are complete. The The sort of facade of the building has been fully refurbished um, and some of the internal jobs that we had outlined for that team have all been done. Um, so that's brilliant. That's electricians are all done. Everything's sorted. We've installed motion sensored lights, all the corridors, as well as all of the testing and everything else. The kitchenettes have arrived, which is really exciting. Perfect. Brilliant. And also we've got the form signed for approval to of get course. the new line in. Yeah. So internet. we need a new line. So basically because this was a, this property has been split off from um, various other buildings in this little complex, a care home and some sort of supported living buildings. Everything's currently feeding off of each other, isn't yeah. it? And we're having to separate a lot of the supplies out. Um, one of those is the internet. We're bringing in a, a gigabyte line. Here's a gigabyte line. I'd say, it? yeah. Um, in, into the property. And we have to um, basically dig a trench into the driveway, the shared access driveway, um, in order to fit a junction box and then run it into the building because we currently draw our internet from next door. Um, and that's fine, um, but we have to get signed consent from everybody that uses that driveway. Yes, um, which well, that we one were a little, square. Yeah, it's not like we're even closing the driveway just because they've got to slightly drive around it. Um, but anyway, it is what it is, and it's a process that BT Openreach uh, need us to go through we were a little bit apprehensive about whether that would um you know whether that would sort of rattle any cages or what have you but actually it's been fine, fine. Isn't it? everybody's been everybody's, really nice, yeah. everybody's signed and uh and given us that permission so we're just waiting for a date for installation on that one the the bt guy um he did assure me that it shouldn't hold up our timeline too much but speaking of timelines i think our my ambitious goal of mid-july is probably going to come and go I think yeah. I'm still holding out for July I'm holding out for end of July um, and it's frustrating because if it hadn't been for the plumbers 
would have or been the on track. Been on issue, hundred percent on track. I think we'd have been ahead of schedule. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, Actually. we're we're basically like Done. other than some odd jobs, we're 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 good to go. Uh, and I mentioned the kitchenettes, so I don't know if we've told people, but we're going for Elfin kitchens mm, on this one. Yeah. So um, that's going to be uh, interesting to feedback to people how that goes. At the moment, <clears throat> excuse me. At the moment, they're just sat in boxes yeah. um, because they are literally a kitchen in a box, aren't yep. they? box gets delivered to a room and gets connected up yeah it's a it's a ready-made kitchen um kind of purpose-built compact kitchen but they look smart they look modern i think they're in keeping with um with with the property and and what we're looking to achieve with our target market some of them have got convection microwaves in some of them haven't most of them have got fridges in but not all of them i was going down the toaster route just to pull in toasters here Do you know, we still haven't talked toasters, have we? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're worried about fire alarms, I am. aren't you? I'm always worried about fire alarms. Um, I don't know. I guess we could trial it. I guess we could trial it. And um, if we uh, end up uh, upsetting the fire authority too often. Because I'm a pro-toast person. What's nicer than a cup of tea and a piece of toast when you get back from work? I oh, know, but you won't be saying that, saying that when you've got the fire authority breaking no, the door no, down because yes. someone's burnt the toast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll think on that one yeah i think we'll think on that one so um yeah but they look they look they look cool well i say they look cool i still haven't seen them mm-hmm. they're still in boxes but uh, the, the concept is it's is pretty cool. cool so um we'll we'll report back on how well they work yep. i think um, but it's a plug and play exercise isn't it they need a double socket and they they come with a trap for the waste and it just needs connecting up yeah. so we've had to cite them quite carefully to make sure that the plumbing can feed through from an ensuite bathroom to create i guess like a mini studio in a sense yeah, they, i think they're going to be really cool really cool because the rooms are so nice and so spacious anyway they just lend themselves to to having that in there i think so in the last episode we thought that we had the plumber sorted didn't we, we or, did. or at least we had a plumber coming out to look at the job who came out he was uh you know he was good he clearly knew his stuff um and i know we we're asking a lot we were asking a lot from the yeah. beginning and now certainly we're asking a lot of a plumber to be able to drop everything at very very short notice to get this done uh it's a good week's worth of work for a few guys so it's a big ask um and uh, unfortunately he came back and said he couldn't commit as time until i think it was end august, of august yeah. which um hopefully which actually suddenly seeming quite close <laughs> i know hopefully we don't need to use that as a backstop because that will be our entire summer market gone, yeah. um which would be uh extremely frustrating anyway mm-hmm. third time lucky i've got another plumber coming out we've decided to go with one of the bigger plumbing companies so i would imagine we're going to pay through the nose for it if they can do it but at least you know they're a team of i don't know 60 strong they do big commercial properties and it seems like it would be easier for them to um divert yeah. a few resources yeah. to get what is relatively small job for them done so we will see failing that lucky. both mark and i are going to retrain as plumbers mm. yeah um we might get that done quicker to be honest (laughs) that's what i'm worried about yeah um one thing we have done uh we have decided actually on the recommendation of the plumber that came round, um we have decided to get a legionella's test Mm. and risk assessment now strictly speaking certainly in england we're not again that's not a requirement of serviced accommodation but we are mindful that this property is sat essentially empty if you don't count the squatter um and the squatter's probably done us a few favors on that front by keeping the whole system running but we are conscious that there there will be areas within the plumbing system where water has been sat stagnant, you know, between pumps and that yeah. sort of thing. And I think it just for, again, well, I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's a relatively small amount of money. It makes sense to, first of all, get a test for yeah. Legionellas to make sure that, you know, our guests don't fall sick um, when, they, when, they, when we open the doors and they stay with us, but also to give us a bit of a risk assessment and give us any recommendations because, you know, what we don't want to do is call the plumber out and then have to call him back again because yeah. the, the guy who's done the Legionellas test has told us we need to install X, Y, and Z. yeah. I mean, for the moment, we, we know it's quite an Igor plumbing system it's been bolted together and patched together and we know that and because we're leasing this property for the first 12 months we basically need to get the current system safe and operational that doesn't mean to say we won't look to make large-scale changes when we come to buy it but it well first of all i'm i'm not uh i'm not entirely sure that um we're 
we would be in a position to make material changes like that to the property um, based on the lease that we've got. But also it just wouldn't make financial sense for us not 100% knowing if we will purchase at the end of the period. So, um, yeah, it's that balance of let's make what's currently there safe Mm -hmm. and operational and then give us some recommendations of the ideal system we would have in place and when we and it is about buy. time. I mean, I know we've kind of had to push back because of this, but you know that's another reason why we can't do a whole full scale re plumb, isn't it? Time and money. Time yeah, and money. Time and money. Um, because we need to basically recoup our initial investment and also uh, showcase as much income as we can over the next 12 months. And it would be nice. It would have been nice to have captured an entire summer within those accounts, which is now looking dicey. Um, I'm not overly concerned. Like I, I feel like the target market we're going after here and the model is very much like the Madison in Southampton. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't think we, we're not particularly leisure focused. I don't see there being huge seasonal fluctuations. So it would have been nice to have the summer on the books, but equally I, I'm, I'm not too mm. concerned. I think that uh, with Jenna making contact with companies already, I think that we, you know we've got a good chance of, of filling those rooms. I certainly think they're going to rise to the top of the, the pile in terms of mm. what's there pretty quickly so we'll get there we will we'll get there so we'll hopefully this week hopefully by the next time we record the the podcast um we will be third time lucky with plumbers <laughs> and we'll be flying so um we will let you know on Absolutely. that one well that's your lot for episode seven thank you so much for listening uh, and cliffhangers this week well, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Will Caroline manage to get through her last day at work after 21 years of teaching without too many tears? Or will oh, the prospect of working with me full time for the rest of her life prove all <laughs> too much for her? Oh, dear. And uh, will we get third time lucky with our plumber for Eaton House Hotel? And what's going to be left of that summer season by the time we actually mm. get to open? That's that's what we're anyway. Uh, so thank you to everybody who's been sending us in messages and questions. Uh, we will do our best to get through them all and uh, give you a shout out on the pod. So if you do want to let us know if you are listening and what you think of the pod uh, or just come and say hello, then leave us a voice note or do drop us a DM on Instagram at Secret Service Podcast. And if you've got as far as episode seven, then hopefully you've already subscribed to the podcast wherever mm-hmm. you get your podcast fix. If you haven't done that, then please go ahead. Uh, give us a subscribe, or I think it's a follow on uh, uh, on. I forget what it is, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Anyway, click the button to follow the podcast. This will make sure you never miss an episode. And if you have two minutes to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, that's a bit of a tongue twister, (laughs) that would be massively appreciated. And most importantly, it will help other people to discover the podcast. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we will speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cool. That was a good one. I think we should have had toasters in the cliffhanger. <laughs> to toast or not to toast?